0: welcome to the frequency podcast of nautica de la cruz i'm amy lopez amy como estas hoy mi amor mas o menos you know i am freezing Más my m- butt off in the podcast room today because the you know it's raining in southern california but you know what uh, we're gonna live we're gonna keep on going
1: one day at a time
0: one day at a time there'll
1: be sunshine tomorrow
0: there better be sunshine tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> So I want to start off because, you know, we, we always like to spread love, especially to the people who listen to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, yep. and other platforms. I want to start off. Oh, we have a message from Karina from San Jose. She said, ladies love the podcast. Keep them coming. Another one from Darlene Soto from the city of Fresno. She said, you ladies have lots of stories. Yes, we do. <laughs> I enjoy them all, but I wanted to know what is the most unusual fear you guys have? Hmm. that's a pretty good question. I I got a few. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? We're (laughs) going to have to, we're going to have to talk about that probably on another podcast. Cause I know your list is probably pretty long and so is mine.
1: What are you trying to say? (laughs) I don't know. I I said a few. You
0: said, well, I know spiders is one because the other day when you were in the podcast room and there was a spider, you were like, kill it. Kill it. Yep. True. <laughs> but you know, as we celebrate, uh, as we still celebrate women's, we still like to be empowered and we like to empower. And I kind of wanted to start off with what was the moment you felt like a boss, like AKA gangster, like you, you slapped that ace down and you walked out and you were like, aha. I got them. Your mic drop moment? Yes, my mic drop moment. There you go. Um, Speaking of mics, that's a good segue. Um, This actually happened. I'll go first. Uh, I was at the beat. I was at the radio station, 100.3 The Beat. And uh, I guess the moment I felt like a boss was actually our head boss, the CEO of the company, called us all for a meeting. And um, it was one of those. She was in town, quick meeting. And Mm -hmm. we were kind of like, hmm, what's going on? Well... Come to find out that the weekend prior to the meeting, we were invited, the staff members were invited to a, I guess, a gathering, you know, it was in Malibu and it was a social gathering, but, you know, they kind of made it seem like it wasn't mandatory. You know, they didn't say you could bring your family or you could bring a guest or anything. Uh So Monday rolls around, they all call us to the conference room. Miss Kathy starts speaking. And she was like, I'm calling this meeting because I'm very disappointed in all of you. And we were like, what the hell happened? What did we do? Who did what? Mm -hmm. And so she said, I invited all of you to a mansion in Malibu. I invited you to come and celebrate, have a day with me and eat and to bring your families and where we could all kind of be together, kind of like a corporate party. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone kind of was looking at each other like, what? We didn't get that email? Like she goes yeah. there was an email that was sent on Friday that was supposed to say this this and this and you know we we were all kind of puzzled. But before we went into the meeting, I had heard rumors of what the meeting was going to be about and I was like, "You know what? Something said go print that email that was sent on Friday." I printed it, I folded it up, I put it on my lap as we're in the Mm -hmm. conference room, bueno. And then, so she's, you know, rambling off. And, you know, she was basically saying, when I say jump, you jump. When I invite you to somewhere, you better not give me a no, you better go. So we're all getting scolded. I mean, she's hounding us. And the reason why she's hounding us is that she had, there was a, there's about at the station, there was about a little bit over 200 employees. She was left with all this food, catering services, Ooh. you name it. I don't know what she had, but I heard the party was was really set up very nice, but only about 20 staff members went. At out of 200, 200 and something? Yes. Plus families? Yes. So you Ugh. imagine, Amy, I would be pissed too if I invited all these people and yeah. o- only 20 people show up. And what am I going to do with all that food? What am I going to do with all this liquor? Well, I know what to do with the liquor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but all anyways, for a rainy
0: day, <laughs> exactly, like today, right, yeah. So anyway, so she's blah, 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 blah. She is roasting us. We're all kind of like, hmm. And in my lap is the printout of the email I had folded in for. I was like, I'm going to wait till she's done. And my shift, I was doing my shift. So I had put it on auto, which was kind of basically you run the show automatically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she keeps going, she keeps going. And um, finally at the end, she starts questioning everybody, you know, she was kind of asking like, why didn't you go? You know, what was your excuse? Why didn't you bring your family? And you know, a lot of people said, I didn't know, I didn't know. Uh, we didn't know it was your party. It didn't say whose party it was. It just says you were or invited. So I wait until the very end. And she says, Nautica, how come you didn't bring baby girl? And by that time, Brooklyn was only like one. She goes, how mm-hmm. come you and your hubby, how come you guys didn't go to the party? And, we, and I said, this is why, because I didn't know that this was your party. I take the email that was folded in four from my lap and I slap it on the conference room table. And I said, "Miss Kathy, where in this email does it say you can bring your family? Where does it say that this is your party? Where does it say that it's required or mandatory or it's a corporate meeting or it's a corporate get together? She Mm -hmm. picks up the email from the table and she reads it. And she doesn't look at me. She looks at the general manager and she says, this is the shit you sent. And (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm fucked. And I said, you know what? (laughs) I'm gonna leave you with that girl. And I walked out, I said, I got a show to do. And I walked out like a boss. (laughs) And then I throwing your boss under the bus. (laughs) Yes. I threw my boss under the bus because here I am getting scolded, reprimanded for something. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I walked out with my head up high. I went to the studio. All I could think of was "Mm, one. I got her. And two, oh, my freaking general manager is going to fucking hate me right now. (laughs) And she did. My general manager did not talk to me for one month. She didn't say good morning. She didn't say good afternoon. She didn't say good evening. Nothing. Every time she saw me in the hallway, she would turn her face. And then my coworkers were like, she's pissed at you. She's really pissed. And I said, I understand that. But
1: why am I getting reprimanded for an email wasn't sent correctly? Like it it was more like a FYI, not you're cordially invited to join Kathy at her home or this special event that was planned to get to know you and your families exactly you know that that would have been a different story well and
0: amy if you would have put miss kathy on there of course we're all going to go she's the ceo mm-hmm. of the company you know what i mean we would have all changed our schedules you know i would have found a babysitter if we couldn't have brought our family but you just made it very general so anyways come to say after that, my general manager knew how to type some emails after that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I, like, I, I felt like I felt like a boss, like I made a change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be specific.
1: Be specific. Yeah. What was your moment? You felt like a boss. I think it just thinking back and based on what you said, I, I don't really have moments like that in my corporate career. Okay. Because I learned early on to, to have those, let me break it down for you moments in private. Okay. Like one-on-one because one, you're heard more to people take it a little less personally. And you know, it's just more of a, Hey, FYI, like you said, X, Y, and Z, but here's the email. And I just want to understand where the disconnect was because I didn't read anything of what you said, but Anyway, like for me, it's more on a different route. It's more of maybe setting boundaries. Okay. And it happened early on, like one of my first jobs, I remember, you know, working and, you know, all of a sudden everybody gets super nervous and I was like, what the hell's going on? And I was maybe 17 years old, 16 years old. I've always been one to kind of not to toot my own horn, but, you know, stand out. In the workplace, because I like to, again, I'm creative. I like to have fun. I like to talk to people. I like to get to know. I like to know the people that I'm working. With. So, I'm pretty approachable in that sense. I okay. guess you can say. So I ask around, like, what the hell? Why is everybody panicking? And it got to the point where everybody was like, retucking their shirts in, you know, and fixing their. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So come to find out that the district manager was coming by. Oh, and I'm like, okay, you know, it was a busy time, and it was like rush hour, and everybody's freaking running around like a maniac. But I remember specifically, you know, him walking around with our direct manager, and they're introducing him, and and we're talking, and we're getting to know each other, and and he gets to me, and then he says something along the lines of like, oh, I've heard a lot about you, and I was like, okay, you know, thanks, and he's like, um we walked by the break room and I was told that you decorated it like our bulletin board. i like, I like to make it nice, you know, but when I got there, it was just, the schedule was stapled onto the court board and good luck finding your name, you know, but <laughs> I just took it upon myself to ask my manager, you know, Hey, when you're ready to put up the board, like, can I be in charge of setting it up? So she's like, yeah, sure. So I guess he complimented that. And my manager said, Oh, you know, she's actually working out in front. She's the one that's in charge of this. And she loves to decorate our break room. And he kind of said like, good job. And I was like, that's done, right? Months pass, and then comes by again, unexpectedly, everyone starts panicking again. And I remember very specifically, you know, sitting in front of like this long table where we prepped food. And we it was kind of like an assembly line. Okay. And it was a tight space. So if you were working with someone in that same little pathway, you were back to back to them almost, right. And I remember standing there just oblivious to the fact that you know, there's even people around me because I was really focused. And I felt, first off, I feel like a presence coming towards me. And then I kind of feel like, Two, not a firm touch but just two fingers on like each side of, of my like rib cage okay to like move me over and i reacted like instantly because for me don't touch me don't invade my personal even if you know me just don't freaking touch me because it's one of those things and my mom says que tengo la mano pesada okay. that i have a heavy hand and a short reaction time like it's, <laughs> i'm just quick to throw a quick like side jab or an elbow or you know whatever so I remember turning around and kind of elbowing back like what the hell and and he kind of looked at me like shocked that I reacted that way uh-huh. this is the district manager shocked that I reacted that way and shocked that I was giving him this dirty look and you know he was taken aback because I said don't touch me say excuse me and he was like oh you know and I don't know if it was here's this young girl you know talking to me this way or whatever right after that you know he kind of went in the back didn't come out But then I had to go in the back. And because of the way he looked, like now I was uncomfortable. Two reasons. One, don't freaking touch people. Of course. Two, he didn't apologize. He didn't say, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean anything by it. And three, I was young and I didn't know what kind of repercussions I was going to have for that. And I went back and he made a second comment saying something along the lines of, I thought you were friendly and outgoing. There was no need for that. And I was just like, no. And I immediately went and I went and talked to my supervisor. I was like, I'm letting you know right now. I'm pissed. This happened, and this is not going to fly with. She's like, oh, you know, well, you can't make a big fuss and this and that. And I was like, of course I can't. Don't freaking touch me. She's like, okay. She's like, put it in writing. Put it in writing. I gave it to her. And from there on out, going forward, literally, if I was there, this guy would just avoid me at all costs. (laughs) And I was, and I felt like. At some point, you know, I was, I had to walk by him, but it was very clear that I got the point across because I was walking towards it and he would turn around, walk the opposite direction. But ever since then, I think that I just don't stand for that. I don't stand for inappropriate touching, inappropriate comments. Like, I just, I'm I'm not for it. It really bothers me. It irks me. Especially finding out later that it happened to many people and nobody said anything. So you put him you know, in so, check immediately. Yeah, like I had met him once, mm-hmm. said thank you for the compliment about our break room. But after that, I don't know, I guess he took it like, oh, okay, let me... I don't know. I don't even know if it was done in a weird manner, like, or a genuine, like, let me move somebody out of the way because I'm, I'm walking through. Of course. Right. But the whole point of just me being touched when I don't want to be touched, it, 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 it triggered me. It triggers me till this day. Like I've had people in line at Starbucks stand way too close and they get an elbow. Sorry. You're way too close to me. First of all, he was in your space. Second of all, mm-hmm. he should have really, if he's a
0: true gentleman and a true man and a true su- supervisor, he would have said, excuse me, excuse me. Mm -hmm. does not cost you anything and it does not take too much time to say it out loud. So another thing too is the fact that you nip this in the butt right away is good because... You don't know what his intentions could have been in the future or how many times, like you said, how many times has he done this? You know, Mm -hmm. so I I respect that and I respect you. And I'm glad you just gave him the real quick. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I mean, even to you, I'm warning you don't stand too close. You're going to elbow. Well, you know, I don't like anybody (laughs) in my space anyways.
0: (laughs) And neither do you. We we even even when we record the podcast, we have our distance. You're like we we social distance, and we social distance
1: (laughs) social distance even before COVID. Oh yeah, that's
0: that is true. (laughs) Well, good. And you know what? And on the since we're on the topic, I think women should definitely stand up and speak up. You can't let anybody speak up for you. You have to speak up for yourself, and and you feel empowered when you do. Yes, you may feel a little frightened or a little scared, depending on Mm -hmm. the situation and who you did this to, like you said, this was your district manager or boss. Mm -hmm. If you could walk out with your conscience basically clean and feel that weight off
1: your shoulder, go away.
0: Hey, mm-hmm. by
1: all means, take care. Yeah, of it. And Hand- I, I've gotten myself into trouble just getting involved when, with other people. I'm very aware of people's body language. And I can't tell you how many times I've been at a bar and a girl is just has said no, like not even with me, but has said no plenty of times to a person and the guy's just not freaking getting it. And I could see that she's visibly uncomfortable and I step in good. You know, I, I don't like it. I don't stand for it. I can't do the whole, that's none of my business type of thing. Yeah. And it's not anything big. It's just like, Hey, what's up? You ready to go? And any girl in that situation, any woman in that situation is going to fall in, you know, they'd be like, yep. I am. All right, yes. let's go. And that, again, comes into play of me liking to have control of situations. You know, I don't like to overdrink. I don't like to... When I drink, I drink around people that I trust. Of course. You know, I can't I can't let my guard down. <laughs> I don't trust people. That's a good thing. I try to do that, too, sometimes if
0: I'm with friends. Like, we have cues. Like, you know, we fidget our hands. Like, come and save me. Come and save me. Come and mm-hmm. save me, in a way. The SOS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: because
0: I don't know it in Morse code. <laughs> yeah. But hey, whatever we have to do. So we're going to wrap up. But uh, we want to say thank you to everyone who uh, tuned in to season one. We are going to be taking a week hiatus coming back with season two. And Amy, what do you think? I I think that the message from Darlene Soto from Fresno said um, the question that she had was you ladies have a lot of great stories. I enjoy them. But I wanted to know what's the most unusual fear you have. Maybe we
1: could come back and answer that on season two. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, we do, you know, this hiatus will give us a chance to kind of go over all your, your feedback that we've gotten, suggestions that you guys have sent us. So continue to send those to us, you know, to our email frequency at gmail.com or through our social media platforms. You know what those are. And we'll be able to, to get back to you guys. I did want to say a quick thank you to my friend, Cindy, who adopted a puppy. Oh, um, she said that she apologized for hopping on late to the podcast, okay. but she caught up and she read the podcast where we said that people were adopted. Dogs and cats, and she went for a cat and came home with a dog. Good choice. Good Good choice. choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're definitely dog lovers. (laughs) I mean, I have a cat and I don't want anything to happen to him. But yes, I do prefer not. Um, did she tell <laughs> you what kind of dog? She's it's a mutt. Okay. You know, it's a little mutt, but she's like, he's so cute. She sent me pictures. Maybe I'll post a picture. And uh, <laughs> it should, it should how, so. how old is the puppy? Do you know? It's only about three months old.
0: Like, so it's like, it's know. a
1: puppy puppy,
0: like still puppy breath. Oh, I love that, that new puppy smell. It's like a new baby. Yes. smell. But, yes. I don't want to say, but better, but in that same category. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you for everyone for, for listening still again. I haven't said this in a while, social distance, wear a mask. Uh, LA has just opened up a whole bunch of other guidelines as to who's eligible for the vaccine. So if you're eligible and you want to do that, get that done, see if you qualify. I'm going to get it. I don't know if Nautica's going to get it. Are you going to get it? I am. I actually went on um, Kaiser to see if I'm
0: eligible yet. I guess I'm not on the list yet. On the so, bracket. So once I'm on the bracket, I will be there. I'm definitely yep. getting my shot, getting pricked. <laughs> Alright. All right. Well, once again, we want to say thank you. We're going to take a week hiatus and And uh, we'll be back for season two for the Frequency Podcast.